welcome to Happy Hour, a work, culture and lifestyle show. We're your hosts. I'm Penny Blackmore. And I'm Brittany Bowering. And if you like the show, please rate, review and subscribe. This helps um, fairies under mushrooms to flourish and become business owners. Maybe if we give people that incentive, like a different incentive, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, this will bring fairies to your apartment. (laughs) With little cupcakes. The only things that are coming into my head now are inappropriate for radio. Yeah. How are you? For radio. (laughs) I love that we're on a radio. We're on the air. We're on the air. I do love that. I do love that. Um, I'm actually doing really, really well today. First of all, it's Friday. Second of all, the clouds had parted for part of the day. I think they might be coming back now, but we had some actual sunshine and I know that's boring to talk about, but it it is like everything okay. to me right now. Yes. So I, this morning, diagnosed myself with vitamin D deficiency, Yes, yes. which I think could actually genuinely be true, but WebMD also helped me get to this conclusion. I've been taking vitamin D. I should probably do that too, but I like went out onto this balcony right here and did that thing that you can only do in Germany, which is like lean over the balcony into the sun. You pull your sleeves up so the (laughs) skin is getting directly sunned. Yeah. And then you just close your eyes and tilt your head heavenwards. And people do this in the street. So like when I moved to Germany. They stop in the street. Yeah. I was like. Wow, people are just stopping in the street. And Philip just did that this morning, actually, on our he walk. He did it last time I saw him as well. Yeah. It's like premium Deutsch, baby. Right? Here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You see people on the street just stop. Like they have their heads all tilted towards the- It's hilarious. Yeah. And on like the shittest street corner as well. Totally. It's not like they wait till they get to the park or something. No. Which is German efficiency at its best. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How are you, Penny? Um, so I literally gave myself a headache today. It was so funny. <laughs> What? So I accidentally, one day when I was obviously just extremely bored, LinkedIn was like, do you want a premium subscription for free or whatever for a month? Right. And I was like, you know, whatever. Sure. Yes, I do. Let's see who's viewed my profile. Let's see how irrelevant I am. So I sign up. Then, of course, I forget to unsubscribe. It's freaking 54 euros. Oh, a month. That so is that, so expensive. I've always so been shocked expensive. by LinkedIn being like, oh, cool, 55 euros. Yeah. I mean, it's just what? not worth it. No. Um, and also, I would like to note that I don't think my view, my posts are getting any more views. I feel like if you pay mm. premium, you should somehow get some kind of algorithmic boost. I think so too. Yeah. But anyway, so today I was trying to cancel the LinkedIn premium. And I was just raging. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're trying to do something and it's like, even though this is a LinkedIn subscription, you have to go to the iTunes store and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like trying to log into that. And of course my password is wrong, but it's actually not wrong. It can't be. And then blah, blah, blah. And I'm like wailing. Um, My poor boyfriend had to come downstairs and he's like, looks like you might've already canceled this. And I'm just like, no. So you're just fiddling around for, for no, no reason. I That's the worst. Uh, I'm sorry that that happened to you. But actually, I'm super good now because we're having a spritz and we're pretending it's summer. I know. <laughs> Ooh. These don't really make the best cheers sound, no, do they? No, they don't. But I kind of like that it's like a They boom. are glass, though. It's like a, yeah. It's like a low, like, boom. Boom. Yeah, like a like dong. Like a Tibetan dong? dong bell. Okay, I'm like, okay. it's called a dong. No, a bong. <laughs> dong. It's called a dong, is it? <laughs> Stop <Wow>. saying dong. <laughs> I, I, it's called a dong though. Yeah. The sound. Okay. Dong. Dong. Yeah. The what church about the bells, thing that dong. you hit? 
That's that a called? gong. A gong. That's what I was mm. trying to get at. Okay. So I kept saying dong because I was like, it can't be called a dong. I would have thought that was funny way earlier. Um, anyway. What? Can you please go first, Britt? Because I'm <laughs> yeah. gagging for your work I topic. Actually, I actually meant to send you a message to say, I watched this and you need to watch this. Okay. So uh, I watched recently the, I don't know if, how new it is. I think it's fairly new. Uh, the WeWork documentary that mm-hmm. was recently released. Um, and I got to say that was, okay. So actually, if I'm talking just strictly about the documentary, um, it was like an average documentary. I'd okay, say. great. It was well done. I would say the problem was I wanted more dirt and juice. Oh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like they didn't have enough of the, of the dirt, but they, it was filmed really beautifully and really, you know, well done documentary filmmaking, mm-hmm. I have to say. Now that is kind of besides the point. Cause the real point is I am, have always been fascinated by this story. Me so in too, case you yeah. need to catch up, um, <laughs> sorry, that sounded rude. In case you haven't, you know, heard oh, yeah, the ins and outs yeah. of uh, the WeWork story, basically this guy, Adam Newman, he's the, well, he's actually a co, did you know he's a co-founder? Yeah, maybe. You yeah, know yeah. That. So there's two founders, but this guy was the real face of the brand um, of WeWork. And he uh, basically, um, he his his company was so overvalued at a certain point that it went from having it, $19 billion valuation to being nearly bankrupt within like six weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's as, a really fun ride. Which is really funny. Like this whole, like it went from this to this. It's like, it didn't go from that. It just was unveiled. It was that. Yeah. It was yeah. always going bankrupt, but people just figured it out mm. um, finally, which is so funny. Like I, I was talking um, uh, to Philip about this a lot, like how ridiculous it is, how long this went on for without anybody realizing what was happening? So can I just say, mm-hmm. as a woman who I work in tech-ish, yeah, ish, well, yeah. not so much anymore, but I really did it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, you often get shamed for not being like extremely technical or really yeah. understanding the crux of a right. business value proposition or whatever, because you're like, that sounds dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so with WeWork, I had these impulses. I was like, to me, this sounds like a real estate business. Correct. <laughs> Not quite a technology business. That was one of the funniest things that he kept doing is calling himself a tech company. Exactly. And it was, everyone was like, no, no, you're just selling space. Yeah. So you're real and estate. And that is like a very expensive pursuit. It's not scalable. Exactly. And they had these like hilarious, they tried to make it a tech business by being like, well, our AI senses yeah. say that um, the coffee machine is busiest from 3 to 5 <laughs> exactly. p.m. And it's like, mate, I could have told you that. That's what time coffee machines are bloody busy. So you, you know. know a ton about this. So actually this documentary probably won't tell you any okay. inform- new information. But one thing I didn't know before I watched this, did you know about We Live? Yes. Oh yeah. my God. So I, maybe some people also listening don't know what this is. But basically WeWork also came up with a co- like a collective living um, situation. Yeah, it was co-living. Co-living, basically. exactly. Yeah. Which sounds like a great idea, but anyways, that was a whole t- catastrophe and ridiculous. But so, uh, basically, why I brought this up uh, is for a couple of reasons. But the big one was just how like culty this workplace really yeah. was. And I think everybody is so surprised when they hear about that. Or there were a few people who were like, it was really weird. Like the way that people were behaving and, and you know, how they really felt about their work. But I actually don't think that that's that 
uncommon. I see it all the time. Right? <laughs> all the time. Like yeah. I've even been involved in companies where I really felt like when I left, I was like, whoa, that I was really, that was a little culty for mm. sure. You mm-hmm. know, there was some weird stuff going on there. So I think it's kind of interesting that this one blew up. So we were hearing a lot about it, but I think there's so many companies that, that these CEOs start to sell this vision that they're changing. He, changing he, the world. Changing the world. Yeah. We work with yeah. their co with their uh what is it called? Sorry. Co-working. Oh yeah, co-working. Co-living. It's like, funny are you crazy? it's like it's such a millennial thing to want to have purpose yeah. through your work, right? You're like, oh, I've got it. And like you get to a certain age, and spoiler alert, anyone lower than 20, 35, and I think Brittany might be maybe at this point as well, but there is a point in your life when you're like, oh, I am not single-handedly going to change the world. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's very, like the world is a complicated place. Totally. Me starting a startup with that does data analytics, it ain't going to do much. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. So I guess it was, it was that kind of culty thing that I thought was kind of funny that they were also surprised about. And then the other thing that I think is just really important to remember, and it, it, it ties into this as well, of course, is... Um, there was this one girl in the documentary and she was his former assistant. Uh, so she worked really, really closely with this Adam guy. Mm. Um, and oh, side note before I talk about that. So Adam is married to Gwyneth Paltrow's cousin. Oh, yeah. And she seems just as She seems psychotic. awful. Yeah. Yeah. Totally and she's awful. one of those people who's like- I mean, he's awful as well. They're just a bad combo, I think. Yeah. Really like bad. high narcissism levels. Yeah. But she, um, she's one of those classic, uh, these are like one of my top five most hated types of people, but like they marry rich yes, and they were rich in the first place, but then they marry really rich and then they start heaps of charities yeah, and then they get their profile in the New York Times or whatever, because they've started charities and they act like they're the Dalai Lama. And yeah. I'm like, this is so unfair. You can't be like <laughs> just... Yeah, she. I've read a couple of profiles with her, and I'm like, she sounds like an absolute piece of work. Yeah, and anytime either of them is interviewed in this documentary, like you see, because they of course refuse to be a part of this documentary, but they show footage of them being interviewed at conferences and yada yada, and it's just like it's so painful to watch. Like they're so putting on a show, um, and what I love about documentaries is you always get this kind of behind the scenes look, right? And yeah. there's so much footage of him. Like there was one time, the documentary starts where they're actually trying to film him making like a statement video and trying to kind of sell WeWork basically right before they tried to have an IPO. But anyway, and it is just so fascinating to see the way that he operates and how he, just how grandiose yeah. he really feels about himself. Like it was just kind of uh, shocking. I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah. Sorry. Last thing though, <laughs> go, that, go that is it. super, that I, that I found really interesting is this, this, um, the assistant, right? So at the end of the documentary, you know, we're talking a lot, uh, we're hearing a lot from her and she is talking a lot about how she felt so like leaving this job wasn't like leaving a job. She felt like she was just shattered mm. as a human, you know? And I think there's this, there more people should talk about that sort of danger zone <laughs> of being so obsessed or not obsessed, but so bought into a specific mm. company and their values and this whole idea that you're doing something so special and different that you completely forget. Lose yourself. Yeah. So this it's is scary. insane, Britt, because, okay, I bet you guys think that we organize this, but this ties exactly into Yay! my work topic. Cool. So um, before we go on, 
Is there anything No, else? that's it. This okay. is perfect segue. <laughs> okay, great. Awesome. Um, so I read this article in the New York Times the other day, which I thought I linked to. Oh, there it is. It's called <laughs> I'll Never Love a Job Again. And um, basically it's about this girl. She was kind of a bit of a social outcast at school and then she becomes a programmer, a computer programmer, gets a job at Google. And this is back in the heyday when it's like, you know, everyone is fully bought into the mission. They're mm-hmm. eating there. They're eating every meal of the day at Google. They're working out there. They're going to the Google doctor. They've got yeah. all her friends were at Google. Yeah. And she was so happy and... Um, basically, she was being sexually harassed by someone very close to her and she reported to HR, blah, 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 mm-hmm. nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, she starts getting passed over for promotions even though her performance is exceptional, blah, 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 blah. So you guys can read the article. I'll let you draw your, your own conclusions. But what I wanted to say was in relation to the WeWork topic, mm-hmm. it really made me sad to read this article because I think my belief is don't love companies totally or workplace. You can be like, I love my workplace. I love my colleagues. Yeah. I love my job. Yeah. Love your job. Yes. Go for it. Yes. But don't love companies. Yeah. <laughs> you can like them. You can get along with their you can you respect know. and you yeah. Know. Just don't fall in love with the company because they're there to do a job and make money, and that's not necessarily good or bad. Exactly. It's just their function in society, you know. 100%. The same way as if you go to a hospital, their job is to treat illness. A company's job is to make money. Totally. It's not to make you feel like you're a member of a family. So, um, yeah, I'll link that in the show notes. I mean, um, just to just to like bring this kind of full, full circle, full baby. Circle. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> love it when this happens. Yes. So, uh What's fascinating about that is you're absolutely like, I think that was kind of this thing that everybody realized at the end of WeWork, even though of course it's still a company that is operating and whatever. Um, but he, you know, this guy, Adam Newman got a, a buy. So he was, he was forced to step down as CEO, but in, you know, as a thank you for stepping down yeah, yeah. 1.6 or $7 billion. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Ugh. It's just so insane. So he goes off and of course, you know, a bunch of people lost their jobs. There were huge layoffs and, mm. you know, they saw nothing obviously. So you have to remember that at the end of the day, whatever this guy says, whatever this, your, you know, your boss is telling you about how rich you're going to get to being at this company and how you have the, p- the potential to be a partner and to, you know, yeah. they, they might just be saying that. So always- I don't know, just be, a be little, cautious, Just, right? yeah, ask questions. Ask, ask logical questions. questions about people's motives. I exactly. think that's like what's really missing is like I speak to people all the time and they're kind of like, oh, well, well, he said that I could make – I actually had a conversation with someone yesterday and she'd spoken to this guy who kind of wanted to start a, a vague business venture and mm-hmm. was like saying, you're one of the smartest people I know. You could be making 300,000 euros a year. Immediately, I would be asking questions. Totally. I would be like, what are your motives? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But I have one more work topic and it's much more cute. I love a cute work topic. So have you guys seen the movie The Intern? Because you absolutely should immediately, if not sooner. I'll even allow you to pause this podcast to go and watch this movie. (laughs) Exactly. Because it's so heartwarming and lovely. Yeah. It is like... 
for sure it smacks of white privilege and all that stuff. Yes, most movies do these days. Yeah. But it also has a very, I have to say, like, Robert De Niro does an amazing job of, like, being an adorable, helpless old, not helpless, harmless old man. Harmless, yeah. So the premise of The Intern is that this (laughs) adorable, harmless old man, Robert De Niro, um, he's lost his wife and he's really sort of um, in the in the years following that he, you know, picked up hobbies, he travelled and then he realised he needs something to fucking do during yeah, the day. Yeah, And so um, <laughs> I, I actually love this plot twist. So he sees this little flyer in New York City and it's like we're hiring senior interns. Mm-hmm. Beautiful idea. I fucking love this. Yeah. Might be a full disaster to implement. Correct. If you've got someone who is a little too senior, you know. Totally. Like anyone, yeah. if uh, I hope my mom's not listening, but my mom is an intern, would be a fool. It would be so funny. <laughs> She'd be like, no, 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 don't do it. She'd just like push things out of your hands. It would be so great. <laughs> but anyway, that, I digress. So the great little plot twist is that, um, you know, when the boss finds out about this senior internship program, yeah. she's like, whose idea was this? And the guy's like, I suggested it. You loved it last week and she'd forgotten about it. So anyway. Which is so right on point. Right? I forget everything every five minutes and I don't even own one employee. Totally. (laughs) Sorry, not own one employee. (laughs) Point of the story is, what do you think about this, Britt? Tell me. I think there should be more business dads out there. So these guys, right, here's what I'm suggesting, the restructuring of our social fabric. I nearly said material. Social fabric. Okay. Once a guy gets to a certain age, he's like retiring, he's playing golf and stuff, and maybe he's not so horny anymore, so he's not really in the mood for sexual (laughs) harassment. (laughs) He starts mentoring young women or men. And he's like getting involved. He's like giving them business advice. And he's also just giving them that little bit of emotional support. Yeah, because I think that the problem there would be the business advice might be a little outdated. But that, mm, okay, I would maybe. Like I'm saying, of course, there's good business advice that has, you know, traveled through the ages and is always good advice. Give me my De Niro, Brit. I know. Fair enough. I would do anything for Robert De Niro to pick me up from my house every day and just give <gasps> me a little pep talk I know. and talk about how amazing I am for opening an e-commerce business. <laughs> you know, he's just fucking enraptured by this girl, but he never, it's an amazing performance from him because there's not one minute where you're like, he's going to get creepy. That's true, actually. And, and usually all, our brains go there. And get creepy yeah. at some point, sadly. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But, all, you know, we all have our... Anyway, so business dad. Speaking of creepy old men. Yeah. So the story is, I just want to tell this really quickly. So my friend uh, lives... She, anyway, she's in the actress, oh, actor community. About. Yeah. And... I heard this just the other day. She swears she's told me this before, but I'm like, I would remember that story because that's hilarious. So she saw Alec Baldwin one day. They were at the same kind of event kind of thing, right? But a low-key event. Pretty fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then she was walking to her car. And as she's getting in her car, she hears him yelling at her. By the way, this is years ago. She was probably 20. Right. And he was like... 
I mean, what, 60? This is pre-hilariable. For sure, for sure. Oh, sorry. Way way before that. (laughs) And he just like ran over to her car and she rolled down the window because she was at this point in her car. And she was like, hey, and he's like, and he asked her, he was like, how do you like driving that car? (laughs) (laughs) Don't. And she was just like, and she said something stupid, like something funny, like, you know, well, I haven't got, like, I haven't killed anybody yet or something like that. And then just like rolled up the window. Oh, good call, honey. Yeah. You get the hell out of there. She wasn't really humoring the whole Alec Baldwin. Also, did he learn that line from Mr. Big on Sex and the City? I mean, honestly, it was just ridiculous. Oh, man. But also, I mean, she's a total babe. So I don't really blame him for like running across the freaking parking lot. She's a a piece. (sighs) Anyway, I had to tell that story because I thought it was really funny. Freaking love. are just weird. Brit. I just want to make a rule for this podcast. Mm-hmm. If you ever have a celebrity interjection, I know, right? you just go a there. You just follow your <laughs> All bliss. right. Sounds like a plan. Culture. Whoa. That was that a was sexy a fun one. one. That was my hotline one. I, yeah, totally. <laughs> How can I help you? Do I just sound like a man? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well. well that's How what can we got. I help you? <laughs> just get really deep. All right. Culture-wise. Okay. You got anything? I, I sure do. What do you got? So have you seen the movie Madame Claude on Netflix? No. Um, so basically. Is it Madame Claude? Or that's not the wax figure thing, is it? <laughs> no, that's Madame Tussaud. Tussaud. <laughs> okay, right. Madame Claude is a real historical figure. Oh, whoops. whoops. Just okay, well, that you. was embarrassing. Here we go. <laughs> um, and she, but don't worry, this movie is not like that but um okay. it's it's a fun it's oh, why am I disclaiming the movie the movie is about a French woman who she's a real French woman and she runs a brothel in the 60s in Paris ah, of course and Madame so yeah, she yeah, yeah. like she's rumored to have been part of the French resistance in World War II so bad bitch I was so excited by that yeah it's a rumor though but I'm choosing to believe it um and this movie is all about how she uh runs runs a brothel basically and then her uh staff are basically involved in like political espionage and some assassinations and stuff so mm-hmm. they'll kind of act as the diversion and you know things happen although uh, i have to say it's it's not very well articulated sometimes i'm like wait why is someone out to get you now like i didn't really get it right okay but i was just there for the looks like i i was like i'm going to drop everything Start smoking again, <laughs> run to Paris, put on a lot of eyeliner and that. become the worst prostitute <laughs> ever. <laughs> it Fabulous. Looks, can you imagine? I, I think I'd be pretty bad <laughs> at it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> They're like, are you okay? <laughs> They're like, this is my sexy voice. <laughs> They're like, I'd like someone who looks and acts like Ron Weasley. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But I fucking ate this show up because it was so glamorous. Like, the hair, the makeup, the outfits. So many cigarettes. There was one one actress who literally did not have a scene where she wasn't smoking the whole time. She had about four lines of dialogue. She was drop-dead gorgeous. And one of Madame Claude's lines to her is... Why should I hire you? I've got girls 10 times prettier than you. And I'm just like, it's true. But also she has character, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Does she have a good response to that or? Just to like just look devastatingly sexy. She's like, well, <laughs> she's from their world, like the rich guy's world. She's ah. a ri- little, poor little rich girl. Got it. Yeah. Um, and Love it. Uh, now, what was my point here? Okay, so. <laughs> Should we watch this? Should we Should watch we? it? Okay. Um, I, I was like, when, when all of this pandemic is over, I'm going to Paris. I'm going to wear high heels. I'm going to dance on yeah. tables in those high heels. I'm going to smoke and drink champagne for an entire month. And then I'm just going to come back and pretend nothing happened. Ooh. And everyone's like, where were you? And I'm like, I was on a sabbatical. Right. I was on a retreat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a death retreat. Exactly, where I almost <laughs> died um, um, from all but, the consumption. Yeah, but weirdly, uh, if you watch the film, you'll notice that, like, she has this kind of mother figure-ness mm-hmm. of, over the girls. Um, and it got me to thinking, like, we have a lot of conversations in our society about the influence older men have over younger women. Mm-hmm. But when I was watching it, I just could, like, the first thing that came to my mind was, like, my coach when I was a teenage gymnast and she was also like my this main coach was like impossibly thin, extremely glamorous, extremely opinionated, and also like she said things with such certainty. Mm. Like the way she conducted herself was like so self-assured. And it wasn't like I looked up to her at all. I hated her. Right. But also she had such a huge influence on my life. And it was a toxic, it was a bad one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she was just like. I remember one time she was like, some girls have, just have faces like peasants. You know, like she was very, very Yikes. cool. And like she would also, yeah. So I'm just thinking like women have an equal ability to f- fuck up your life. Totally. So It's a certain equal opportunity base, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damage. That's amazing. But yeah. Um, I have a, a little story that doesn't really tie into Madame Claude. Go on. Go, Cloud? Go, Cloud or Claude? Claude. I Madame say Claude. Claude I know. <laughs> when you said it, I'm like, well, that's not how I would say it, I think. <laughs> well. Um, Madame Claude. What do you say? You Claude. are cultured. Cultured by Penny. Um, I wanted to tell the tale this week of the strange phenomena that is the neighbor situation in Germany. Oh, I've got the best story for you. Go on. Oh, great. Mm. Because the thing is, I I don't know if you feel this way, but back in Canada, maybe it's because I lived in different, like I lived in apartment buildings that had more apartments in them. Like they were bigger buildings, but I never really met my neighbors. Like Uh I met them as in you'd smile and say hi. Maybe when you first moved in, you'd introduce yourself, but then that was it. Right. Mm. But now living in Berlin, I find every time, well, I've only lived in a few different places, but I've always like really gotten to know my neighbors. Me too, yeah. It's so interesting. And I find mm. that it's something that you maybe wouldn't expect because, you know, Germany's like, oh, everybody's unfriendly, but not to their neighbors. Like, But I think a weird... it's a sense, I don't think it's about friendliness. I think it's a sense of like communal Yeah, maybe. Because um, of course there are rude people in the buildings all the time. Of We've course, talked yeah. about that before. But they're like your immediate neighbors, there's a sense of like, we should know each other. So yeah. we moved into a new uh, building and then across the way, like on the same level as us, our neighbors just moved in like a few weeks ago, yeah. right? And we were very, we were like, you know, you know, you have your fingers crossed because yeah. you're like, who are our neighbors going to be? They're oh our God. direct neighbor. We share a wall, the whole thing. And uh, and so when they when they moved in, 
we were joking about how we needed to like assert our seniority over them, you know, because we're like, we were here first. Well, there's a couple things going on. First, you want to be senior. You want to mm-hmm. be recognized mm-hmm. as being the first ones who were there. Rule but of the roost. Right. But secondly, you also want them to like you yeah. because, you know, in case you're playing your music too loud or you have a little late party one night, you don't, you want them to give <laughs> you a little bit of a pass, about. right? You want yeah. them to not like jump to the calling of the cops. Yeah. Right. For sure. So that's, that was our whole mantra. We're like assert seniority, but then be super nice. Yeah. But it all kind of like came crashing down because basically <gasps> what happened was already we, I, <laughs> Well, we were assert- we were asserting our seniority at first, right? But then, you know, we were like, okay, we also want to be nice, right? So we we offered them this one. We were both on our on our uh, uh, patios or our balconies. Rooftop. Just say it. You've got a rooftop, Brit. <laughs> I can see your brain ticking over. You're like, I don't want everyone to know that I'm a baller. <laughs> I mean, I live in a very uh, my neighborhood is far Brit's out. A fucking baller. <laughs> I'm a baller okay? with a yeah. I'm a baller with a rooftop. But anyway, so we're on our rooftops and we're like chatting a little bit. And then I'm like, we should. We were drinking Alperol spritzes, not any different from how we are now. And we. Uh, offered them like this one guy an Aperol spritz and he was like blown away. They were like moving in. He was super tired or whatever. He's like, oh my God, that'd be amazing. So we gave him an Aperol spritz. And then all of a sudden, like all of his family starts like coming up to the <laughs> rooftop, like his mom and his wife and his, you know, all these extra people start coming. Up to the- and so then like all of a sudden spritzes? I'm like a full, yeah, I'm a full barman. Oh, I'm just like running to bar lady, sorry, or bartender. I think is yeah, what we bartender. say. <laughs> Brittany, honestly, sorry. Bartender. Um, I'm like a bartender. And we were just laughing because we we're like, well, so much for seniority. Yeah. Like we're we're practically <laughs> we're running out the, the help. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyways, we were laughing really hard about that. But it is it, it is this funny thing that I I have found living here. We have a much more like there's a good chance that we'll like have our neighbors over. Whereas mm. in Canada, that was never a thing. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I've I think it's, uh, I could really go on a rant about this. Yeah, I know. I might not though. Okay, Maybe good, I'll good. save that for another another time. Yeah. Um, but I have the greatest neighbor story for you. Are you even ready for this? I'm so ready You guys are not going to believe this. Okay, maybe you will, but it's just <laughs> very, very funny. I sent it to Philip. Maybe he shared it with you. I don't oh, know. No. Um, but basically I have a friend in Hamburg. She lives in an apartment. We are currently in a pandemic. Her boyfriend has, her husband has started smoking again. So he's going out onto the balcony mm-hmm. in cold weather. Mm-hmm. He's smoking a cigarette and he's looking at his phone. Right. Someone has taken a photo of him doing this and he's wearing, it's cold, so he's wearing a hooded jacket with the hood right. up. Yeah. He's clearly smoking and looking at his phone. Uh-huh. And they have written this psychotic message about a phantom stalking them and looking inside their apartment. They've included this image and stuck it on the window of their apartment building. (laughs) (laughs) And I sent it to Philip because I I was like, in my um, understanding of this, this person, not to use the word inappropriately, but has some issues in terms of mental health. Yeah. Um, And Philip's like, oh, yeah, that person is unwell, like capital U, (laughs) unwell. 
well because it was all in German, obviously. So I was yeah. like, taking what I'm taking from this, yeah, don't worry about it. Whoa. Luckily, she's moving wild. soon anyway, but I was just like, oh, my God. And she is American, so she's kind of like, oh, my God, what the fuck do I do? Right. Like, this is she's so weird. Out. And she's only like a beginner-level German as well. So she's like, oh, oh my God, is this Can't normal? And I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. I was like, you will get notes on the door about the recycling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. various other issues. <laughs> But um, no, this is not normal. You are allowed to be a phantom on your own balcony. Whoa, that's wild. I love that though. That's great. Lifestyle. Oh my God, this is a, it's a a tough one. I've got a good one though. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. (laughs) Can't wait. So guys, this is no like hot take, but you know how in winter you get really fucking dry hands? Yes. I have really and, dry hands right now, actually. And also, like, in the pandemic because you're fucking washing your hands all the time. Double whammy. I mean, if I don't leave the house, I'm not washing my hands as much. Maybe that's, that's why true. I don't leave the house Me so too. much. But anyway, my hands are beyond dry. Like, the skin is cracking all over the place and my iPhone doesn't recognize the finger print. And I <sighs> so keep trying crazy. to retrain it and they're like, this is not a fingerprint. Sorry. <laughs> You fucked it up. That's so a like, blotch of skin. It's not a fingerprint. Yeah. So I'm like painstakingly, every time oh. I want to check my bank balance, this is super annoying, but I'm like, or send money or whatever. I'm like entering the freaking passcode. So and of course annoying. you want to make your passcode really hard because yeah. it's your bank app. Yeah. So it's like flipping. It's Yeah. Anyway, I'm <laughs> having <us>. issues. <laughs> so us. the other day. Uh, I think it was like a week ago, my friend was over and she was like talking about how she had had to go, actually this is, I won't name names, but you'll know these people. Uh, Britt will know these people. She was like, oh, I had to go buy my friend nipple cream. Right. Because she had a baby and there's no guy in the picture. And I was like, wait, 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 nipple cream? And I'm like, just let me, just let me Google that real quick. Yeah. So I Google the nipple cream. And it's got lanolin in it, which is like uh, an oil that comes from the skin of a sheep or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I bought some. And now Amazon thinks I'm pregnant. Oh, no. yeah. They think <laughs> well, you are the a most baby. pregnant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, do you want a nappy or something? And I'm like, that nah, I'm free balling it. I'm just, I'm just going for it. It's all just all about my nipples. Exactly. <laughs> it's just a boob thing. Yeah. So I'm using that on my amazing. fingers. I don't know Is if it it's having working, a, okay. honestly. Yeah. But it also, it's annoying because it gets everywhere. So it's a, it's a nighttime only thing. Mm. You can't put it on your hands and then live your life. Otherwise, your keyboard will look like a flippin' oil slick. Do you have some of those really sexy gloves? That people, I know. Do you know in people January? People swear by those. That, okay, so what Britt's talking about are the cotton gloves. So they're, they're designed to you put a heap of hand cream on and then you put the glove on. And in like February this year, I was like, should I just fucking buy some of those? And mm. then I was like, no, no, no. The weather's going to get good soon. And oh. I think I jinxed the weather. I am super superstitious <laughs> like that. Because I was like, I it's be a month, sorry. another month. And then winter will be over. We'll be in spring. The weather will warm up. For some reason, that has a correlation to dry skin. Yeah. Weird, right? It's so weird. Because you're like, if there's more moisture. Anyways, that's a whole thing. You think the sun would dry your skin. Totally. Anyway, nobody knows. So nipple cream. I'll let you know how that goes on my fingers. Yeah, keep us posted. (laughs) That would be great to know how nipple cream works on the dry fingers. Thanks. (laughs) Um, So I have just one little tidbit because I don't know about anybody. So 
by the way, can I just say, please, probably some people who are listening to this podcast are living in places other than Germany. Oh yeah, for sure. I know. I mean, obviously. Sorry. But <laughs> I'm like, but, you've seen the story. Yeah, of course we know that. <laughs> but they have, they're experiencing life very differently than we totally. are. Totally. Like Australians, fucking Australians. All oh. my friends are just like going to raves they're like, with what? thousands of people. Yeah. What's COVID? Like they have no idea. Fuck and, you, Australia. And same with, <laughs> same within the US, although, I mean, even whatever, but like everything's open there. Yeah. I mean, obviously their vaccination rate's going really, but we're, at, we're like still under pretty We're in a very bad lockdown. place right now, guys. This Send is legal what we're prayers. doing right now that we're in the same room together, but no one else would be allowed to be here. Exactly. It's one person. And I have to leave by 9 p.m. apparently. That's so true. How funny is it's that? It's crazy. There's a curfew and everything. Anyway, so like, you know, I don't know how helpful this will be. But I think in general, it's good to always – new ideas on things to do is is fine. But I this was basically just because I was like, what else can I do with my evenings yeah. other than like, you know, I don't want to watch Netflix anymore also, I'm a little tired. It's so reading is, uh, yeah. you know, puzzling, yes, but only for so long, puzzling you know. Puzzling is hard. Yeah, it's just like, you know, so I'm like, what else? And my friend told me that in when, because she's not in severe lockdown anymore, she's in LA and everybody's drinking Aperol spritzes on terraces everywhere. When she told me that, I was like, we can't be oh, friends anymore. Yeah, I was like, look, I have to end the call because I'm just getting too upset. Yeah. But anyway, uh, she said when they were in full lockdown, her and her partner were watching, they they subscribed to Masterclass and they were like doing these oh, like yeah. Masterclass classes in the evening, which I know sounds like I'm too up for cute. It. No, no, but like, I'm up for I think it. that, because it, it's almost like you're watching Netflix. So it's, it, you can tune out and you can zone out as much. Is it expensive? But, well, you I think they sell a, I mean, if you were like a household sharing the cost, I think you can get all the Masterclass stuff for like I don't know. Is it a hundred or two hundred bucks? I don't know, but I really want to see Natalie Portman's acting class. Does she have one? Yeah, I saw her. I saw an ad for it. Oh, and Anna Winter, mm-hmm. how to run a Vogue magazine. Well, like, should I be that? so lucky? I know, right? Come it's on, a, now. it's pretty obscene. But I mean, I think there's some cool, like there's some cool cooking classes and things that like would actually be cool to learn about That's generally. Great. That's um, a hot tip. I think it's a great tip. I've been thinking about that lately. I was like, but I am so lazy that I was going to like write on LinkedIn. Has anyone got like a good webinar or something for me to watch, right? Or go to? Something I can like learn from. And I'm like, or... I can't even be bothered for someone to to actually find the webinar myself. But Masterclass sounds great. Yeah. And I tell you what, like, I don't think I can ever watch another movie again. I've I watched know, them I'm all, so guys. Over it. Literally all the movies. And if they're, if if it doesn't have supreme acting... I'm just, I can't do it anymore. Right. See, my movies have gotten dumber and dumber. <laughs> I'm watching some Jennifer Aniston flicks oh, where yeah. I'm like, Penny, what the fuck are you doing with have your you life? Have you seen recently Along Came Polly? No, what's that? Oh, you should watch that. Okay. It's like Jennifer Aniston. Let ben, me just write that down. It's Jennifer Aniston and Ben Stiller. And actually, this is one I that like- I hate Ben Stiller though. Okay. But he's not, well, he's not being like, as he's not being like Zoolander or Ben Stiller. He's Fine. being kind of like- somewhat likable guy. I find his face like, I find him completely unfuckable. I know that's like really weird. Like I would rather have sex with like Gordon Ramsay than Ben Stiller. Yeah. I mean, I don't find Ben Stiller attractive. God. 
It'd be so, it'd be so brutal to be someone like to be this famous where people just talk about you like that. You know what I mean? Sorry, Sorry. Ben, but there's no way. I would never say that if, if anyone if listened was, to our podcast. If you would ever hear Hi, it. seven listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we love you each as we individual love you. people. Yeah. Um, no, but Along Came Polly is like, it's a stupid movie, obviously, mm. but it is, it has some like cute factors. She's this like, crazy, wild woman. And he is this very by the book. His whole job is around assessing risk. So he's a very oh, like- Oh, I've seen this. Okay, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cute one. It's one <laughs> yeah. of the better, I think, like from that era of all of the Jennifer Aniston movies. It's one of the better ones, I think. She's done great, you know. She has done oh, so yeah. great. I don't know why I always thought like, oh, poor Jen. Oh yeah, no. She's she's fine. She's fine. She's doing fine. I also watched a movie Switch, which is kind oh, of yeah. gross actually cuz like It's disgusting. I it was funny cuz I forgot the name of the movie like 20 minutes in and yeah, me right. and Jed were watching it and I was like, "Oh my god, what is going to happen?" Oh, you didn't. And Jed's like, "I well, clearly say that he's going to sw- switch his sperm for the other guy." Yeah. And I was like, oh, of course. Sorry, I forgot the name of the movie. It's just another. It's the Jennifer. most predictable. But it's got Jason Bateman in it. So I was just like, froth, you, froth, You guys froth. know how we feel about Jason Love Bateman. Jason. Love him too, yeah. Um, anyway. Jennifer Aniston, Along Came Polly, Lifestyle. Oh, by the way, hot take. This is not a hot take at all. Sorry. Okay. It's okay. like a really cold, cold take. take. <laughs> Since, okay, this is really funny because have you noticed that when Trump was president, everyone's like, oh, America, it's a fucking, it's a huge mess. Yeah. And now America has half their population vaccinated. I know. And Europe's like, oh shit, we can't just like relax anymore and wait to look good compared to America. We actually have to work our asses off again. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. like a nice little side effect. I'm like, Germany, ride or die. Totally. Love Germany. Yeah. But also, but this whole like 5% vaccination thing has got to go. It has gotta go. <laughs> got to go. Uh, I just want to brag everyone because I had a collapsed lung when I was 21 and I have asthma. I am on the priority list, baby. I got my letter in the mail. So wait, did you get an invite to make an appointment? Yep. It's right there. Holy shit. That's yeah. so exciting. I can't believe you didn't tell me that. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. There was just so much to update you on. Also, I love your face. You're like, I am sorry that I didn't tell you. I, I thought I must have told you, but also I think I'm just going to see if I can take my boyfriend along and be like, what about him too? Totally. Are you, you're just going to go to like a GP or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and she totally. already kind of agreed to it because I talked to her about it last uh, week. Yeah, you should absolutely I do I was that. like, I'm just going to bring my boyfriend, Jed. He's a lovely guy. He deserves to be You'll vaccinated love him. too. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't deserve it, okay, but… <laughs> Exactly. He's also healthy as a horse. So I reckon even if he did get COVID, he'd be like, I feel fine. Exactly. And then he might not realize it and pass. He should get done to. You know what I mean? Okay, that was a real banger. I'm going to close this out. I think we should close it out. Yeah. (laughs) With a fact, though. Really sad fact. fact. Let's get get somber. (laughs) Let's bring it down. It's it's funny, sad. Okay, good. As long as it's a little funny. Okay, so I just found out that Prince Philip, the Queen's husband, has died like literally an hour ago or something. What? He was 99. So he didn't get the letter from the Queen. Did you know that when you turn 100, you get a letter from the Queen? I did know that, actually. That's maybe just the Commonwealth, That's right? just the Commonwealth, okay. yeah. That's just in case you Americans are feeling a little jell over there. Less there are perks oh my gosh, that's, of having that's a monarchy. actually kind of crazy news. That is crazy news because 
Okay. I think the monarchy is an outdated, terrible thing. Yeah. I think the royals are probably all bastards, but I love the, the queen. queen. Yeah. And I'm very worried now that she's going to die now too because a lot <gasps> of people die that's what happens usually. Rate. They're like, oh, the corgis and aren't were they, Did you anymore. get a sense that they had like some amazing relationship though? Or Yes, I do get that Okay, sense. yeah. I just read his obituary on New York Times by Tina Brown. <laughs> oh, okay. Former Vanity Fair editor. Oh, okay. She's like so obsessed with the royals. But anyway. All right. Yeah. Wow. So just a moment of silence for a very, very racist man who wasn't very good, really. Actually, yeah. no, we won't do a moment silence because we just don't want no. to. But that is, um, uh, that's going to be a big one. They're going to have big, you know, big funerals. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Lots of bugles. Bugles? Lots of bugles. Like, doo, doo, doo. oh, right, right. Lots I was of thinking flags, of the chip. <laughs> lots of I'm horns. like, ah, I'll get some bugles. Do you know bugles, the chip? Like the little bugle <laughs> chips? I love those. They must be named after the instrument lots bugle. <laughs> I was like, do the world oh love God. bugle? That's, That's interesting. Hilarious. All right, let's leave it there. And also, death, you know, we're not laughing. We're not I laughing. I just want to say, we're not I laughing. I actually do feel sad for Queenie. It is, it She's is my girl. Sad because we do like the Queen, you know, um, not in, what she represents. In theory. Exactly. Yeah. As we a like person. her as like a personality and a cutie, a cute little She's old lady. Very cute. Holy shit. I've, so, I've said this so many times before, but she has a gin and tonic every day at 12 p.m. I've, I just love her. I've heard 11. 11? Which makes her even cooler. Way cooler. All right. That was great. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. I think that might have been our best episode ever. I know. <laughs> so much energy in that. Like, I know. <laughs>